Pull up the word of God. Amen. Let God speak to you out of his word. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everyone. Amen. Welcome again to the prayer, praise, and deliverance broadcast. Amen. With yours truly, Elder Thurman Gorman, Jr. We're grateful to be here this morning. Amen. And as we always say, this is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and we will be glad in it. We're just glad that God has blessed us to be here this morning. The Lord has brought us through another week. Amen. The Lord has kept us in our right minds. Amen. The Lord has done great things for us. Amen. He's protected us from all evil. Amen. The Lord has done great things for us, for our families. Amen. And for this, we owe God the praise this morning. Amen. We're going to do something different this morning. Let everybody just put their hands together and let's just give God the praise for his goodness and for his mercy. Hallelujah. He didn't have to do it. But he did. Amen. He didn't have to save you, but he did. He didn't have to deliver you, but he did. Amen. And in the midst of all the chaos and the confusion of this world, amen, hallelujah, God has protected us. He has blessed us and he has done great things for us. Amen. And if you watch the news, amen, my God, there's so much going on. Amen. So much tragedy. Amen. Not only in our neighborhoods and in our society, Amen. But even in our government, so much is going on. Amen. And it's calling for the saints to pray. Amen. And the Bible says, if my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, he said, I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. We are the salt of the earth. If we don't pray, who will? Amen. And our prayers are withholding the attacks of the enemy. It is because of the church. It is because of the people of God that, amen, the, the onslaught of Satan is being hindered and held back, amen, because we are the salt of the earth, amen, a city that is set on a hill, amen, we cannot be hid. So we are grateful this morning, amen, to be here in the studio and we hope, amen, that today's broadcast will, amen, shed some light in some dark areas of your life, give you some understanding, Amen. Of what God, amen, is desiring to do in the life of the believer. Amen. Because God has a desire to work in your life. He has a desire to save you, to fill you up with the Holy Ghost. Amen. And to work and rule in your life. Amen. Who better to give your life to than the Lord Jesus Christ? Who better to trust than God himself? Amen. For Jesus in his own words said, I will never leave you. Neither will I forsake you. I will be with you all the way, even to the end of the world. And we are grateful, amen, just for that word today, amen, that inspiration today, amen. We're living in a time when we need inspiration, amen. Men are failing you. The government is failing us, amen. People, amen, hallelujah, failing you all over, amen. But God is a constant, amen. He's an absolute in the life of the believer, not only in the life of the believer, but in the life of those who will put their trust in Jesus Christ. Amen. So we're going to begin our broadcast with prayer. We can do nothing without prayer. Amen. The Bible says, amen. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. Amen. So we want to pray. Amen. We want to be praying. Amen. Hallelujah. Always pray. Amen. Pray, amen, for, amen, our world today, for your families, for your loved ones. Amen. Keep them in prayer. Amen. You may not be able to reach them, but pray for them. Amen. I can guarantee you they're going through something. Everybody's going through something. 
everybody's going through because it is time. Amen. God is culminating all things and there is much confusion. Amen. There is much diversion in the media. Amen. And what we are looking at on TV to divert your attention away from the truth, away from that which is going to save you and to deliver you and to put your mind on other things. But prayer will bring your mind back. Amen. To the nucleus of where our blessing comes from. Our blessing comes from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. Amen. So, amen. We're going to pray together. We ask, amen, that if you're able to pray, amen, bow your heads with us. Prayer ain't going to hurt nobody. Amen. But if we pray together, amen, if we talk to God, amen, and that's what prayer is. It's a, a divine medium that we can talk to God. There is no formality in prayer. Amen. You can talk to him. Amen. He's your God. Amen. He already knows what you're going to ask him, and he has everything that you need. So let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this opportunity to pray. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. You said the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. So therefore, we pray today. We thank you for all that you're doing for us. We thank you, Lord God, for how you brought us down through another week. The Lord, you kept us. You protected us as we traveled the dangerous highways and byways. You protected us, amen, from the attack of the enemy. You protected our homes and our families, our loved ones. Lord God, you've kept us in our right mind. Lord, you've given us health and strength in our bodies. And for this, we say thank you, Lord. We thank you for our jobs, our means of transportation. We thank you for the strength. Lord God, you said you give us power to get wealth. And Lord, we thank you for the power that you've given us to go into work honestly with our own hands. Lord God, we thank you for everything that you're doing. Lord, we thank you for what, what we don't see that you are doing for us in our lives. Lord God, for so many, oh Lord God, of, of the attacks of the enemy have been averted by your grace and by your mercy. So Father, we say thank you this morning, Lord. We give you the praise and we give you the honor and we give you the glory. Now we're asking, Lord, that you would look on those on our prayer list, Lord. We ask that you would have mercy upon them, Lord, that you would touch sick bodies, that you would, Lord God, ease troubling minds, and that you would move on the behalf of your people, Lord God. Oh, we have so much to pray for. The need is so broad, but we know that you're able to answer each and every prayer. Lord, we ask you that you would look on the ears of those that are hearing our broadcast today. We ask that you would give them ears to hear, Lord God, what the Spirit is saying unto the churches. We ask that you would bless the people of God. We ask that you would bless the missionaries that are, amen, spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ all over the globe. Lord, you said, and this gospel shall be preached in all the world for witness. Lord, we pray for them. We pray for those that are suffering for the name of Jesus Christ, just because they believe in Jesus Christ, just because they believe in the Messiah, that Jesus is the Christ, the son of the living God. We pray for them. We pray that, amen, you would work through, amen, the missionaries, the evangelists, the apostles that are spreading the gospel. We can't be there, Lord, but we can send our prayers, send our prayers to the battlefield, Lord, look on those, Lord God, that are, Lord God, eh, that are entrapped in human trafficking. Oh, God, those that are in slavery. Oh, God, we ask that you would bless them. And, Lord, you would bring salvation to them, that you would deliver them from wherever they are. 
We know, Lord God, that the need is great, but we serve a great God. And where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. Now bless us. We pray to go into your word today. Lord God, let your word, Lord God, find good ground in our hearts and bring forth fruit, some 30, some 60, and some 100-fold. We ask these and all blessings in the precious name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We ask these blessings in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. We are grateful to the Lord for that prayer. Amen. And as I was praying on yesterday, amen, the Lord brought it back to my mind as we pray today that we need to be praying for the missionaries that are in the foreign fields, that are preaching the gospel, that are spreading the gospel to places where the name of Jesus haven't been heard. Amen. I read in a testimony in a Bible study that I had done a while back that, amen, a young woman, amen, desired to go out with the missionaries, amen, to work with the missionaries, amen, in the field, amen, in China, amen, spreading the gospel, and amen, for health reasons, she was not able to go. Amen. And amen. She just, amen, was, amen, taken back by it. It really struck her. Amen. And she was really depressed by it. Amen. But amen, the Holy Spirit, amen, led her, amen, to, amen, be able to support in other ways. Amen. And she began to pray and send financial support to those that are, amen, out in the foreign fields, the apostles, the evangelists, amen, the missionaries, amen, that are, that lives are on the line. Amen. To spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. We can't be there physically, but we can send our prayers. Amen. Wherever they are. Amen. That God will have mercy upon them and that he will bless them. Amen. And most of all, their souls will be saved. Amen. Because this gospel must be preached. Amen. That is our desire as we come here every Saturday. Amen. Is to share the word of the Lord, to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. For therein is the power of God to save. It's not in our program. It's not in our money. It's not in our churches. But it is in the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ that men hear the voice of God and they come running saying, what must I do to be saved? Amen. We have an interesting topic that goes right along with those lines this morning. Amen. We'll be coming from, amen, the book of Acts, the second chapter and the 40th verse. Amen. We're going to read, amen, that verse for now, and we're going to move on. I have some things written that I want to share with you <coughs> that will, amen, give you a little historical backdrop into where the lesson, amen, is coming from and where we're going in Jesus' name. Amen. The Bible says, and with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word, and may the word of God sing deeply in our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. The Apostle Peter's first sermon is recorded here in the book of Acts. Amen. In the second chapter. Amen. Acts is the only book of history in the New Testament. It begins with Jesus' final words, amen, to his beloved uh, apostles and Jesus' ascension into glory, the outpouring of the Holy Ghost, the opening of the doors to the church, and the beginning of the dispensation of grace, which is the sixth dispensation. Peter's first sermon was preached here. The command to be baptized in Jesus' name is recorded here. 
Amen. The beginning of the worldwide preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ is recorded in the book of Acts. The book of Acts is truly, amen, a book of history an inspiration for the church past and present. The inspiration that comes from the book of Acts, amen, of the apostles shows us that we truly are to testify and to exhort men from every walk of life with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Multitudes will be converted at just the hearing of the gospel, not fads or promises of prosperity and fame, not just for a job, a house, amen, a worldly pleasure, but the genuine hope of restoration to the only true hope we have, and it is in Jesus Christ. Jesus said, if I, if I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men unto me. Amen. The book of Acts also records, amen, how that, amen, thousands upon thousands were saved at Peter's preaching, amen, at the, amen, first message that was recorded that we read here, amen, 3,000 souls came and were baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost. They were saved. They responded to the hearing of the message of God, amen, and Peter testified and he exhorted them, amen, to, amen, save themselves from this untoward Generation, we'll touch in, amen, other verses, amen, that will, amen, coincide with what we're going to talk about today as we go on in the message, amen. But, amen, this message of hope, amen, must be preached into all the world for witness, amen. And it is the gospel of Jesus Christ. The book of Acts, amen, also shows the church in its infant stages, amen, and how God, amen, began through his apostles whom he had ordained to continue the work of the Lord. Amen. He promised them, he said, greater works than these must you do because I go to the Father. Amen. Jesus breathed on them and they received the gift of the Holy Ghost. He invested in them. He showed them how to be servants to the people, how to love each other. Amen. He said, by this shall all men know that ye are my disciples if you have love for one another. Amen. A thing that's kind of lacking in our churches today. Amen. We're so stuck on where we are in life and amen, where we are in our financial and in our success and in our own personal ministries that we've left off to truly have love for each other, to care for each other. The church is a community a community of believers, amen. We, amen, are to have all things common. We are to put our resources together and to become a spiritual community, amen. That is what is taught in the book of Acts, amen. It is taught, amen, and it shows us a vivid picture of, amen, God's blueprint and design of what the church should be. And the farther that we travel away from this, amen, the farther we come we, we become, amen, from the purpose of God's will in our lives, amen. So the church is a community, amen. The book of Acts shows us how powerful this is. It shows us, amen, as the apostles continued, amen, in the work of the Lord, the persecution that they would, amen, incur by preaching the word of God. And it also shows us the power that they possessed, as men try to stop the preaching of the word of God, I want to encourage the saints of God. Don't you let nobody stop you from testifying about what Jesus has done in your life. That's all that witnessing is. Witnessing is in telling what Jesus done for you. Amen. How he delivered you. How he 
brought you out and how he set you free. Don't you let nobody close your mouth. You continue to tell your story, exhort and testify to everybody that you can that Jesus Christ is Lord. (laughs) Amen. To the glory of God, the father and that he has saved you. He has brought you out of darkness. Amen. The devil wants to silence us and he wants to make us afraid by what we may go through. The suffering we may incur because he wants to stop the move of God in our lives. But just as he failed, then he's going to fail now because I'm determined to hold on. I'm determined to continue to preach the word of God. I'm determined to continue to tell my story. I'm, I know that I'm talked about. I'm, I haven't just got in church. I, I know that others may criticize what I do I, and how I say it, I, but this is my story. I, I tell it the way I want to tell it because God did it for me. I, hallelujah. He brought me out of darkness. I, when I was in darkness, when I was in sin, you didn't bring me out. I, when I cried to God, when I cried for help, I, some just walked by because it was and nothing they were able to do. But Jesus didn't walk by me. He brought me out of darkness into this marvelous light and he brought me out to tell my story, to tell what Jesus done for me. He brought me out so that I could do what I'm doing right now and that is to preach and to declare the word of God. So amen, don't get so grown in God that you can't tell your story. And you know what? It never gets old because somebody is where you are, where you were and where you used to be. They need a message of hope and deliverance. And we have the message of hope. We have the message of deliverance because we are the recipients of his grace. So we see in the book of Acts how, amen, that God used the apostle Paul. He was taken from being a persecutor of the church to the apostle, amen, to the Gentiles. Church. He went everywhere preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. And as we shared in our Bible study, amen, a couple of Sundays ago, amen, Jesus Christ told Ananias as Paul was coming his way, he said, amen, don't fear because, amen, I have already dealt with Paul, amen, but I'm going to show him how many things he must suffer for my name. And boy, did Paul suffer. He went through a whole lot. Amen. We could go, amen, into the book of Corinthians. Let's go to 2 Corinthians so I can just give you a glimpse into what Paul went through for the name of Jesus Christ. Turn with us in your Bibles. We're going to do a little bit of Bible study today so we can hear from God. How many know God has a word that he wants to share to the people of God? He wants us to know that this thing is real. It's more than just going in the four corners, the four amen, walls of our church and just having church as we know it and going home and living our own way. But Jesus Christ wants us to know that there's, amen, a battle to be won. Amen. There is some things that we've got to go through. So in, amen, the book of 2 Corinthians, amen, correction, it is, yes, the 11th chapter. We're going to look down and we're going to begin to uh, read at the, amen, the uh, 20th verse. It says, for ye suffer uh, if a man bring you into bondage, 
if a man devour you, if a man take you, if a man exalt himself, if a man smite you on the face, I speak as concerning reproach, as though we had been weak. Howbeit, whereinsoever any is bold, I speak foolishly, I am bold also. Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they the seed of Abraham? So am I. Are they ministers of Christ? As I speak as a fool, I am more in labors. Paul begins to break down what he's going through here. He says, I am more in labors and more abundant in stripes, above measure, in prisons, more frequent, in deaths, aught. Of the Jews, five times received I forty stripes, save one. Thrice was I beaten with rods. Once was I stoned. Thrice I suffered shipwreck. A night and a day I have been in the deep, in journeyings often, in perils of water, in perils of robbers, in perils by my own countrymen, in perils by the heathen, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren, in weariness and painfulness, in watchings often, in hunger and thirst, in fastings often, in cold and nakedness, besides those things that are without, that which cometh upon me daily, the care of all the churches. Paul, amen, further speaks and he says, who is weak? And I am not weak. Who is offended? And I burn not. If I must needs glory, I will glory in the things which concern my infirmities. These are the things that Paul went through for the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Because he was preaching. He didn't go through these things because he made bad decisions or because he sinned. He made, amen. He went through these things because the devil, amen, meant to stop him, amen, from preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. And Jesus Christ had already forecast, amen, a prophecy on his life. He was going to show him how many things he was going to have to suffer for the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And hallelujah. A lot of times we, amen, we can't connect. We, amen, can't, amen, amen, see into, amen, the benefit of suffering for the Lord Jesus Christ because, amen, we're in our comfort zones, but this is all a part of it. It's all a part of what God has called us to do. Amen. I could give many other scriptures that will support this, but I want to, amen, admonish you, amen, to save yourselves from this untoward generation. We are living in a time, amen, where men are changing. There are many things that are changing. Uh, amen. Men are trying to create their own atmosphere, their own world. They're trying to reinvent life as we know it, but we know that, amen, that we have to trust in the living God and that when we put our trust in Jesus, it makes us vulnerable for the things that we must endure for the name of Jesus Christ. But amen, Peter in his letter, in his first sermon, he admonishes them, amen, to stand. He admonishes them to save themselves. He admonishes them to continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine 
brethren and in fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. He admonishes us to be true people of God. Amen. He admonishes us to walk in wisdom toward them that are without. He admonishes us, amen, to live the life that God is calling for us to live. Amen. And it's a life. It's a journey. It's a blessing. Amen. To live for Jesus. It's a blessing. It's transformational. Amen. And it will take you higher. And it will take you higher. You'll have experiences that others can only talk about when you really walk with Jesus. When you really serve him. So the book of Acts shows us in vivid pictures in our minds and in our spirits that this life has to be lived. That this has to be done. It just can't be something that we talk about. But it's got to be a life that we live. And I'm so glad that Jesus saved me. I'm so glad that he brought me out. I'm so glad that he enlightened me. Amen. To see what it is to live for God. Amen. And as the psalmist wrote in the psalm, in the psalms, I love it so much. Amen. The hymn, it says, I'll live for him who have died for me. How happy then my life will be. I'll live for him who died for me, my Savior and my God. These songs are birthed out of experience. The songs that we sing, somebody had to go through to get, amen, the inspiration to write the hymns that we sing. And God has still given us inspiration to write and to sing of his mercies and of his grace when we go through with Jesus. Amen. While we're on our Christian journeys, while we're going on to perfection, while we're laying, we're not laying again the foundation of dead works and repentance toward God, but we're going on the upward way. New heights we're gaining every day. Amen. We're going on in the Lord. We're seeking his face. We're turning to him all of our attention. I know that the world today, all the mediums that we have, the movies, amen, the television, and the things, the devices that we have, they vie for our attention. But the word of God is still vying for our attention. The spirit of the Lord is continuing to speak and say this is the way walk therein let's go back into amen the book of Acts amen where Jesus amen is using the apostle Peter to speak to the new community of believers he says now when they heard this when they heard Peter's preaching amen reading from the 37th verse of the second chapter of the book of Acts their hearts were pricked and they said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? When we hear the word of God, amen, there must be a response or we 
we're just sitting there being entertained or we're just sitting there receiving information. But the word of God calls for us to respond. Amen. Don't be found just listening to the word of God and you won't respond to it. You won't take action to the word of God when the spirit of God is leading you to take action. Amen. These people heard Peter's preaching. Their heart was pricked and they begin to ask questions. Men and brethren, what must we do? Peter went on to tell them that they needed to repent and to be baptized. He just didn't say it to them, but he said to all men, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Peter began to tell them what they ought to do, what they must do, what they have no choice of doing if they want to be saved. If you want to stay where you are, simply do nothing. But if you want to change in your life, you got to get up and do something. You got to get up and follow the instructions that are given to you by the word of God. And I'm here to tell you, if you put your trust in Jesus, he'll make everything all right. He'll begin to transform your life when you obey God. The Bible says, amen, in Deuteronomy 28 and 10, if you hearken unto me and all the words that I command you this day, amen, God spoke through Moses to the children of Israel and he told them, he said, blessed are you going to be in the city. Blessed are you going to be in the field. He said, amen, I'm going to bless the fruit of your body. I'm going to bless the cattle of your field. I'm going to do it for you. But you've got to hearken unto me. And you've got to obey everything that I tell you to do. When you hear the word of God, you've got to not only hearken to it, but you've got to obey. Now that word hearken means you've got to hear it. The Bible says hear and your soul shall live. So when you hear the word of God, you've got to respond to it because everybody is hearing the word. It's all over television. It's all over the internet. It's being live streamed everywhere. The word of God is being preached, but people are not hearkening unto it. They're not moving. They're hearing and saying amen to it, but no change is happening. But I'm here to tell you that the power is given unto those that act upon the word of God. So Peter tells them what to do. He says repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And he goes on to say for the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And he comes in where our message sits today and with many other words. Amen. His heart was burning. His heart was on fire. He was like Jeremiah. The word of God was like fire shut up in his bones. He was weary with forbearing and he couldn't stay. He couldn't shut up. As the song said, I could just couldn't keep it to myself. I had to tell somebody about what Jesus told me to tell you. He said with many other words and I testify and I exhorted and I let the people know to save themselves. 
If you're going to be saved, you've got to take action and you've got to save yourself. You can't wait on nobody to do it for you. You've got to get up from where you are and you've got to make it to the man of God. Amen. It was a Shunammite woman. Amen. When her son died, amen, she could have sat there and cried about the death of her son. But she said, I've got to saddle up my horse because I believe that if I can make it to the man of God, it shall be well. You've got to get up from where you are. You've got to show God your faith. Amen. Like the men, when Jesus was in the house, they couldn't get to him because, amen, of the press. So many people were gathered around hearing the preaching of Jesus Christ. But these faith, but the faith of these men, it went into action. They got the bed on which the man was laid down and they lifted it up to the roof. How they got it there, I don't know. But they had faith in God. Amen. And they peeled that roof up where he was and they lowered it down. But the significant part of that verse, the Bible says when Jesus saw their faith, amen, he began, amen, the healing process. He spake a word. He said, rise up, take up your bed and walk. God is ready to see your faith. You've heard the word now. The seed has been planted. Now what you got to do now is to get up and save yourself from this untoward generation. I may be talking to a backslider that may have been backslid for a long time and the word is coming to you today. Get up from where you are. Don't just sit there and cry and because you feel the Holy Ghost and you feel you're not ready to give up, run out of the room, but get up from where you are. Get your suit, get your clothes on. Don't wait till tomorrow. Find out where the man of God is today. Call him. Go to where he is. Amen. Have him to pray for you. Have him, amen, to labor with you so that you can be restored back to God. Amen. God is calling. You don't have time to procrastinate. Son of man and son of woman, wherever you are, make it to the man of God. Make it to the house of God. Oh my God, I feel like preaching on this morning because the word of God is like fire. Oh my God, I started out teaching, but I feel like preaching because the power is in obeying the word of God. You've got to obey this. You just can't read this. You just can't hear this because amen, a dispensation of grace will be counted against you. Amen, you'll incur responsibility because you've heard the word of God. But the Bible said when you hear, amen, hallelujah, you can be delivered. When you hear the word of God, when you hear it being preached in its fullness and you feel the anointing of 
God. When you feel the spirit of God, get up from where you are. Don't just let the devil make you sit down. Amen. And lull yourself back into, amen, oppression, depression, and depravity. Feeling sorry for yourself. Honey, you got to help yourself. That's some self-help that you can do. That's some do-it-yourself stuff that you can do. Get up from where you are and make it to the man of God. Make it to the house of God. Make it to where the word of God is being preached. If you haven't been baptized in Jesus' name, tell the preacher, I want to be baptized. I want to be saved. I'm telling you in practical terms what to do. But only you and Jesus can dictate your story. But however the Lord moves, get up from where you are. Amen. And make it to where you can be saved. Make it to where the word of God is being preached. Go up and let them know that I want to be saved. Open up your mouth because the Bible says for with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. In the book of Romans, the 10th chapter, turn to it. We're going to go there in a minute. But I'm going to stay right here because amen, you got to amen, put it in the atmosphere. What you want God to do for you. Amen. See the Satan has shut up so many folk. We can talk our talk when we're in the world. We can talk about basketball games and football games and amen, how we used to walk and what we used to do and how we used to roll and how I used to handle things. But when it comes to amen, things that will change our future. See, God is not only trying to bless your now, but God is speaking into your future. He's trying to bring you back into eternity. Adam was put out because of sin, but Jesus is trying to restore you back. He's trying to buy you back. He's trying to get you back to eternity. He's trying to restore the broken relationship. It goes further than just going to church, being on the church road. Jesus is trying to get you back. He wants to get you out of the hands of the devil. He wants to get you out of the clutch of the enemy by the preaching of the word of God, the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ. He wants to let you know that there's no other remedy. The Bible says in Acts 4.12, neither is there salvation in any other. Amen. For there's none other name but the name Jesus. Amen. Given among men whereby we must be saved. Honey, you got to be saved. You must be saved. It's either get saved or perish. It's either get saved and be restored to God or stay where you are. Amen. And go to hell. I know folk don't tell you that you're going to go to hell. But amen. Hallelujah. Hell is reserved for all of those who will not receive the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. He is the propitiation. Amen. Of all mankind. He's done everything for you. What more can he do? He got up on Calvary's cross. He died for your sins. He not only died, but he suffered for you. He took those stripes upon his body for you. He 
was beat until his flesh fell from his body, but not a bone of him was broken. They beat him all night long. He suffered it because he saw you. He saw that you would need redemption. He saw that you would need to be saved. He saw that you would be caught in your addiction with no way out. You kept on trying and there are some that are trying to get free now. They're checking into rehabs everywhere. Rehab, amen, organizations are opening up everywhere. But amen, you don't have to go to the rehab. You can come to Jesus. Amen, I'm a living witness. I came to him, amen, in 1987. And in June of 1987, amen, hands were laid on me. Amen, and I dropped, amen, that addiction. God took it away from me. Amen, I was had a, I had a, amen, a pack and a half cigarette day a habit. Amen, I was bound to drugs and alcohol. I tried to stop but couldn't stop. Amen, but Jesus set me free. I didn't have to cold turkey. I didn't have to check into AAA. I didn't have to go to rehab. But Jesus was my rehab. I called upon Jesus and he set me free. And he's the same God. He'll do it for you today. If you really want to let it go. If you really want to be saved. He can set you free. Don't you let the devil play, make you play with this opportunity. This is an opportunity. Not only of a lifetime. But this is an opportunity of eternity. Don't you know you're going to spend eternity somewhere. Yeah everybody got a home going. You know now amen when folk die. Everybody. Everybody going to heaven. Everybody have a home going. And it's true. Amen. Everybody got a home going service. Amen. But your home may not be where you want to go. Because we're going to spend eternity somewhere. Amen. Either it's going to be with Christ in heaven. Or it's going to be with the devil and his angels in hell. Amen. But your spirit is going to live forever. Somewhere. Amen. Your spirit is going to live on. Amen. When time is up. You know, amen, in the old times. Amen. We used to think that when the rapture comes and when Jesus come to earth and rapture the church, that amen, time would be over. The world would be over. But amen, let me bust your bubble on that. Amen. Let me tell you something. Let me give you some information that's founded in the word of God. That after, amen, the rapture of the church, time is going to keep on going. Matter of fact, it's going to be the start of Jacob's trouble. Seven years, seven and a half years of tribulation is going to happen here on earth. It's going to be a time that was, that was never seen since the foundation of this world. Amen. Satan is going to be turned loose. Hallelujah. Amen. As you'll never see. Amen. You're talking about you can't survive now. You better get in the church and get saved because 
because, amen, if you miss the rapture, amen, you can't make it to church now. How you going to get saved then when there'll be no more church? There'll be no more answered prayer. There'll be no more anointed preaching. Amen. Only the preaching of the everlasting gospel. And that is going to be preached to the Jews. Amen. That is going to be preached, amen, to, amen, by the 144,000 that are going to be, amen, left here, that are going to be sealed. Amen. Hallelujah. So we need, amen, to realize that time is now. We've got to get ready now while there is time, while we can run. Ain't no use of running after the rapture gun. When Jesus come and go, ain't no need to run then. You can cry all you want. Amen. But there'll be no salvation as we know it. The Bible says, amen, amen, hallelujah, amen, blessed and holy are they that should be caught up in the first resurrection because the second resurrection don't have no power, but they shall be kings and priests of God. And they're talking about Israel. They're not talking about the church. So amen, I want to admonish you, amen, to come now while you got a chance. Come now while Jesus' arms are open wide. And he's saying, come unto me, all ye that are laboring are heavy laden. And he said, I will give you rest. He said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest for your souls. Amen. This is the gospel message of Jesus Christ. Amen. His arms are stretched out still. With his arms, he bought salvation. Turn with me. I have not forgotten the book of Romans. Amen. We're going to begin reading at the Amen 10th chapter. Amen. A lot of these scriptures are used by Amen. Trinitarians. Amen. When they want to, amen, preach that you can come up and shake the preacher's hand and be saved. Amen. But not so. Amen. Hallelujah. Peter says, repent. Every one of you have become godly sorry for where you are. Amen. And be baptized in Jesus' name. Receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Repentance is a must. And every time you go to shake the preacher's hand, doesn't mean that you're repenting. Amen. Because with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Turn with me in your Bibles to Romans 10. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to go, amen, to begin reading at, amen, the sixth verse. Amen. Here, the apostle Paul writes to the Roman church and he says, but the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise. Say not in thine heart. Amen. Thank you, sir. Amen. Say not in thine heart who shall ascend into heaven. That is to bring Christ down from above. Or who shall descend into the deep? That is to bring Christ up again from the dead. But the question was asked, but what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Amen. The apostles, amen. And the men of God, they preach the word of faith. That if thou shalt confess what you speak out of your mouth, what you declare out of your mouth, what you put in the atmosphere that comes from your mouth, with thy mouth, the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart 
that God have raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Amen. It says, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Salvation begins in the heart. Amen. And once salvation is conceived in the heart, you will make confession with your mouth. Amen. What amen you say out of your mouth, as Jesus said, as Jesus taught his disciples, proceeds from your heart. So when you believe in your heart, amen, confession will come from your mouth. Amen. Lord, have mercy. It says, amen, and confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him, shall not be ashamed. Amen. Hallelujah. The Bible says here, I want to go back and touch on that. It says, amen. It says, amen, that, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. It doesn't mean you are saved because if it meant you are saved, it would have said it. It says, thou shalt be saved. Salvation is Progressional. Amen. It's, it's, it, we are saved. We're being saved. And in the end, we're going to be saved. Amen. Hallelujah. Bishop touched on that last night. Amen. Saved. Amen. We're going to be saved and we will be saved. Amen. When we are saved, amen, by the reception of the gift of the Holy Ghost, the Bible said we got to go on to perfection. Amen. Not laying again the foundation of dead works and repentance toward God. Amen. When we get saved, amen, we perfect, we got work to do. We got this flesh we got to work on. Amen. We got to be tempered. We got to build up ourselves on our most holy faith. We got to grow in the grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But amen, the requirements for salvation, which is belief in the Lord Jesus Christ and the reception of the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. When we, amen, believe and are baptized for Jesus said except a man is born again of the water and of the spirit he cannot be saved amen hallelujah when we are baptized amen when we are born of this water in that name Jesus Christ and when we are born of the spirit like it is recorded in the book of Acts 1 through 4 when the day of Pentecost was fully come they were with all in one place and in one accord and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting and they were all filled he didn't fill some but he filled all of them with the Holy Ghost and they began to speak with other tongues as the spirit of God gave them utterance gave them the ability to speak, amen, to speak in tongues amen people were amen fabergasted they were confused their mind did not understand what they saw because though they were men of many nations there in the upper room they all spake with one tongue because it was the same spirit the spirit of the living God that was speaking through the 120 that were gathered together in that room and they all spake with tongues as the spirit of God gave utterance they were all filled with the Holy Ghost 
thus being born of the Spirit. Amen. And when you're born of the Spirit, amen, even as Peter showed us, he had growing to do because he was still holding on to his old tradition. When God was trying to transition him, amen, into spiritual growth, he was still thinking that salvation was only for the Jews. When the salvation, when the doors of the church opened, it was a universal salvation for every man. Every man, woman, girl, and boy can be saved. You don't have to be a Jew. You don't have to be circumcised. You don't have to keep the law of Moses because the door of faith is open because the gospel was actually preached in Abraham and he was saved and the promise was given to him while he was yet uncircumcised while he was yet amen in Chaldea God called him and if God is calling you makes no difference what condition you're in if God is calling you it makes no difference whether you're on drugs or alcohol whether what type of habits of sin you have if God is calling you come to Jesus get up from where you are God already knows you on drugs he already know you're smoking he already knows you're promiscuous he already knows that the sins of this world is working itself in your flesh but Jesus has the solution amen for sin he said though sin abounded grace did much more abound amen though sin may be working in your members if you can make it to Jesus he'll eradicate it he'll cast it out and he'll fill you with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. We're so glad with this gospel message and with many more words I want to exhort you to say save yourself. Save yourself. Amen. It's your responsibility to get up from where you are. Make it to where the word of God is being preached. You can't blame it on the preacher. You can't blame it on the body of Christ. You can't blame it on your mother. You can't blame it on your father. You've got to get up from where you are right now and do what you know to do. If you're in sin, you've got to repent. Jesus said, except you repent, you will likewise perish. Repentance is the antidote for your situation. If you want to be set free, you've got to repent. Don't repent to the man. Don't repent to the church. Repent to Jesus Christ. And repentance is simply turning from sin. That means when you repent, you turn from it. You don't go back and do it anymore. He'll forgive you. He'll blot out Amen. The handwriting of ordinances that was written against you. Don't you know you got handwriting of spiritual ordinances that are written against you because you're in sin? But you can cancel it today. Amen. Hallelujah. The sentence, the Bible says the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. Through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Their handwriting of ordinances that are written against you, but Jesus is ready to strike them off. He's ready. You know, when you get in trouble, amen, in the law, and amen, you go to court and you plead guilty, amen, and they say, amen, after so much of time, amen, they will exonerate the charges from you. They will take them off the books. Amen. I forgot the, I forget the, amen, the term they use, but they'll 
take them away. They'll take them off your record. Amen. When you go for a police report, the rest record will be gone. The court record will be gone. They won't be able to find it no more. Amen. Expunge. Jesus will expunge them. He'll take them off. Amen. Everything that you've ever done in your life. Amen. I don't care if you're a murderer. You're a liar. Amen. You're a fornicator. You're an adulterer. If you make it to Jesus, Jesus is ready to wipe the slate clean. Give you a fresh new start. I don't care what you're involved in. Homosexuality. Amen. I don't care what you're in. What you're involved in. Jesus is ready to swipe the slate clean. He's ready to take it away. Because sin has already been nailed to the cross. But you got to repent of it. You got to become godly sorry for it. You got to repent. And he said, I will save you. I will deliver you. I will bring you out. And I will, amen, bring you back to me. It's a wonderful story that begin in the book of Genesis that will culminate in Revelations that shows us the love of God, all that he went through to make sure that you had the opportunity to be saved. He's not going to make you be saved. He's not going to force your hand, but he's going to offer to you the opportunity to be saved. I hope that something was said to you that will stir up your heart to make you come to Jesus. Amen. That will make you look to him. The Bible said they, amen, hardly that look to him. Amen. They that come to him, he will in no wise cast you out. If you humble yourself and bow your knee to God, he won't cast you away. You can tell him, you can spill your heart out to him. He won't tell nobody. He won't ridicule you. Matter of fact, he'll put, he'll, he'll, he'll put your sins in the sea of forgetfulness, never to remember them no more. He'll take them away. The song, I'm going to sing it before we close. Just a verse of the song. We used to sing it back home. I'm so glad he took my sins away. He took my sins away. He took my sins away. I'm so glad he took my sins away. He took my sins away. Thank God he took my sins away. He took my sins away. And he keeps me singing every day. I'm so glad he took my sins away. He took my sins away. Thank God he took my sins away. He took my sins away. And he keeps me singing every day. I'm so glad he took my sins away. He took my sins away. Jesus offers you full restoration today. He'll take your sins away. And he'll make you a new creation in Christ Jesus. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17 says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. I hope something was said that would minister to your spirit. Meet us here next week. 
Amen. We're here every Saturday morning from 11 to 12. Amen. With the prayer, praise, and deliverance broadcast. We're praying for you. Amen. Hallelujah. We want you to understand that there's somebody, amen, praying for you, laboring in prayer for you, that God will see you through. He'll heal your body. He'll save your soul. He'll make your past what it is, your past, never to be mentioned to you again. God bless you, my friend, is our prayer. And may the Lord ever bless and keep you in his loving arms. God bless you and see you again next week on the Prayer, Praise, and Deliverance broadcast. God bless you. Praise the Lord.